Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week, we're reading dreams about sleepwalking and chairs falling from the ceiling. Ooh, yeah, that's dangerous. <laughs> we're also talking about birthdays, strangers, and bad phone connections. Uh, yeah. All right, so let's get started. Woo! Can I show you something? Oh, yes. So do you remember um, me telling you that, you know, I've kind of been my um, non-sleep lull? Yes. So today, I bought a new dream journal. Ah! Isn't that cute? <laughs> it's so cute. It is cute. And I went to two Ooh, stores. and it glimmers a little bit. It's got a little, like, sheep. foil. I'll Love post this picture it. on Instagram. But I just felt maybe, like, a new, like, that dream journal had, if I think about it, that dream journal has done its job it's lived its life it's lived its life and now and a I'm good on, one at that <laughs> and a good one lots of good dreams there because i started that one in like september filled it all up jeez so i just needed to get something new and so we'll see if it works tonight well we've got a listener dream episode today okay i have a dream today and it's kind of an interesting one it's a little different from our typical dream it's more of a sleepwalking story mm. but it also has I don't know, an, an interesting reoccurring dream involved in it, too. So it's like too long for our catnaps, but I think it's so interesting. I wanted to share. I can't wait to hear it. This is from Allison. She goes by Allie from Alabama. Oh, hi, Allie. And we Thank love you. her so much already. I'm just letting you know, because this is how she starts. Okay. Hi, I'm Allie, the random girl in the Morbid Podcast group that found your podcast from your comment. First, I wanted to say I love the podcast. This is such a cool idea, and y'all have awesome personalities. <laughs> I like I've the y'all. Definitely told a couple friends about it. Love that southern y'all. Thanks, so, Allie. Aw, thank you. Thank you, Allie. That's so nice. So here's where it gets started. She gives a okay. little back backstory first, and then Good. we'll get into it. Like a lot of children, I was one of those kids who hated sleeping by myself for a long time. <laughs> I would always make my mom lay down with me until I fell asleep, sometimes ending up in her bed if I woke up and she wasn't there. I didn't have a particular thing I was scared of, just had a basic feeling of impending doom if I woke up and my mom wasn't there. Oh, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get it too. So now she's going to kind of go into, she says, she's going to explain like stuff that was happening in her life at this time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So her parents got divorced, but she was only 16 months old when that Mm -hmm. happened. But even when she was staying with her dad, she made him sleep in the bed with Mm -hmm. her too. But then her mom started dating her stepdad when she was three. And then they actually got married when she was five. So this is Mm -hmm. all around that first grade. yeah first dream like the yes. age we found out most people have their first dreams right so when she was in first grade her stepdad's job got transferred and she says we moved four hours away right before we moved i got into a go-kart wreck at my dad's house and nearly paralyzed myself oh, no fracturing my spine oh jesus my god kids oh jesus we're helmets That's terrible parents make kids wear helmets we're, we're bubble wrap <laughs> please, please please just don't bubble wrap them up Better yet, just don't. Or <laughs> just don't. say no. <laughs> or if you're going in a go, just do bumper cars at the fair. That's way yeah, safer. Yeah, that's fine. That yeah. is totally safe activity. With bubble wrap. <laughs> Uh, but she says this is this was a long recovery for a mm. usually active little girl who loved to play outside, but now had to sit inside and try not to walk too much. That that's just yeah, terrible. That is awful. 
I would hard. couldn't imagine as a kid being like, can't do anything. Can't go outside, nope. can't walk, can't do anything, just struggling. That's terrible. Around the same time, my mom found out she was pregnant with my little brother. And I was so excited to have a brother and love to help my mom with him. Aww. Why is all this important? Because I thought I would give you a pretty accurate description of all the change that was happening in my life at this time, Mm -hmm. as I'm sure this has to have something to do with what I'm about to tell you. It's still not the dream yet. That comes at the end, so be patient. It's very, this is just an interesting story. Great. By first grade, I was doing better, sleeping all through the night, but I still preferred my mom to lay down with me until I fell asleep at night. A few weeks after she brought my new baby brother home from the hospital, I would fall asleep in my own bed. But I started waking up each morning in my mom and stepdad's room with no recollection of how I ended up there. Oh, no. What was even more terrifying is the insane children of the corn type routine (laughs) that my parents said I put them through every night. Is this like when you like wake up and your kid's just staring at your face and you're like, oh. I can't imagine. I know my mom has said I did that to her. It's happened to you, right? Oh, my God. Yes. I can't. I can't. I mean, the children of the corn totally freaky. She nailed that, like, yeah, totally that's, freaky. That's it. I remember when I was living in an apartment for a while, the oldest twin would come in at my room at the same time every night. She was probably, like, well, maybe 10 by then. She was probably 10. Came into my room at, like, 2.34, like, every night, some weird-ass number. And I would just, like, look, and she's just staring at me. And I'm like, okay, come freaky. on in. Like, well, <laughs> so bizarre. This is what her parents told her. Apparently... I would walk into their room around 3 or 4 Mm a.m., turn on all the lights, and just stand there in the bedroom doorway staring at them. Emotionless, no expression on my face. That's so scary. Yes. She says, again, I'm sleepwalking, so I never remember doing this. They said they would ask me questions like, Allie, what are you doing? Are you okay? While probably shitting themselves, (laughs) as I would do if my first grade child just woke me up by staring at me in the middle of the night. But I would never respond. I would just stand there blankly staring. I mean, fuck, I would shit myself too. Yeah. It's like one of those things you're like, what? Oh, it's just you. I know, but why are you looking like, did you snap? Are you going to stab me? Like, like you're just staring. Eventually, my mom would lift up the covers and tell me to just lay down next to her. (laughs) And they said I would go lay down and never make a peep after that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, we're getting there. (laughs) One night while I was sleepwalking, my mom was rocking my brother back to sleep in his nursery. And she watched me walk into her room across the hall. I did the usual turning on the lights, which woke my stepdad up. As he sat there, again, probably terrified, scratching (laughs) his head, they said I walked over to his side of the bed placed my hand across his forehead and just shook his head back and forth (laughs) like I was trying to wake him up or something. He was so confused. About that time, my mom walked back into her room and told me to go to sleep as she curled up in their bed with me. I slept like a baby the rest of the night. The shaking his head only happened once, but I (laughs) did this children of the corn routine for about a year. Wow. Then one day, the sleepwalking just stopped and I never did it again. I have no clue what this could mean, and I only have one memory of a dream. That's what's so interesting. Mm-hmm. You only had one dream that whole yeah. year, the same dream reoccurring. And <laughs> I know I dreamt a lot that there were folding chairs hanging from the ceiling in my room mm. that would just randomly snap together and fall from the ceiling, almost hitting me. That is There were weird. tons of them. That's all I remember about the dream, and I only dreamed it during my sleepwalking year. Wow. But this is how she ends it. And this is why I love her so much. She goes, I'm getting sleepy now. So I'll probably wait to write about my 
crazy cheese head dream for another time. Please. Um, please and thank you. Yes, Can't please send that one. That also. one. <laughs> crazy cheese head dream. So that was Allie and her sleepwalking story and odd dream that she only had that one year that yes. she sleptwalked. Yes, that is an, an interesting one. And I'm very much looking forward to the crazy cheese head. Please. Not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> so I know here are the things that we're going, just a recap, because I know it was kind of long. Here were all the things that were going on in her life. Her mom got remarried. Uh, they had to move, but not only just move, but she had to move away from her dad. Yeah. Um, the go-kart wreck that almost Oh, yes. That's her. right. I forgot about that. And then her mom getting pregnant with her brother. So yeah. very serious changes. I mean, good and bad. And at the age where you stressful. really start to recognize social social things. Like right. the world, you're starting to realize the world does not completely revolve around you at the age of six. Like you're starting to understand that. There's other things happening beyond your little personal circle. Right. And especially as a kid, because like some of the, I mean, those are stressful things. Moving yeah. stressful, um, you know, starting a new job, a new baby. I mean, she didn't start the job, but you know, like the whole thing was a lot of stress. <laughs> you know, she got a little briefcase, you know, she got a little tie on. She's <laughs> she got a little sack lunch. Her little briefcase. <laughs> her ID badge. Oh yeah, you got, got it. Skin. You got to skin. You don't want to ruin company time. <laughs> Get your fob. Get and you better write that name on that goddamn yogurt or someone's going to steal it out of the office fridge, too, you know? Oh, it's... Oh. Have you ever had people steal your food at no. work? No. Or... Like, no, a, I... Oh, no. God. It's so rude. Have you ever stolen food? <laughs> I don't know. Am I the other side of it? No. <laughs> yeah. There's wait, no way in hell I'm one? touching someone else's food. Because I don't know what... If they made a sandwich, like, I don't... What did they have? Like, I mean, but their what? hair in it? No, thank you. I don't. Yeah, but the point, like, even if, like, you see a sandwich in there, you know it's not yours. Why would you even have to think about it, right? Like, my right. first day at a job, once someone stole my lunch. Oh, no. My first day, I'm like, why w did you bring this? No. Then no. why do you think you can have it? Just, no, was it like understand. in its own container? Like, it was you a had your cuisine. Name? It was oh, in yeah, the freezer no. with my name written on it. It's like you can't oh, no. mess that up. You did, that's not a mistake. That no. is, I forgot my lunch and I'm going to be a dick. Yeah. And I love these turkey paninis. I made. I don't know if it was like just random that it was my first day. No, it's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can understand if like you, you bring like a strawberry yogurt and then all of a sudden someone else brings a strawberry yogurt and you're like, did I eat that yesterday? No, I think this is right. Mine. Like there, there's room for error there, but there are, there is room not for error. someone's lean cuisine that has a name on it. No. Rude. And. Especially if there's Tupperware. You know that's not your Tupperware. <laughs> you so know you didn't you, make a sandwich this morning. Why would so you stop. open it and take it? Like, I don't, yeah. yeah People no. are dicks. They are. <laughs> okay. But anyway, sleepwalking. I mean, that it's just so creepy. Like you were talking, you know, just that emotionless, just staring at you. I just couldn't imagine. But I think with so much going on in this dream or this story and the dream, like, I think we just get lost in a very intricate web of psychological and emotional distress that I don't think is necessarily needed. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we could break it down and say every one of those things affected every part of the stream, but I think it's just there was Overall so stress. much going on in yeah. her life at that time. It was like one big stress. Yeah. Um, just the sheer amount of change. And that's and interesting because like – Going back to my oldest twin walking into my room every night at yeah. a certain time, that was during the time I was divorcing her father. So that makes so much sense. 
I understand that, that that was a lot of stress going on for her. So every night she'd just walk in at the same time and knowing probably that there's like a, a level of comfort there. Absolutely. It was that routine. And she did mm-hmm. that same routine every night for one year. It's just so random. Still was scared the shit out of me though. Then it just <laughs> stopped. Um, and she only had that one dream, but. So this is what I was thinking about the dream, because this yeah, is what we usually talk about. Right. I mean, it's, it's like a one sentence dream. But uh, the thing I pulled most from the dream was the chair. I just think they're supposed to be comfortable. They're supposed to just be kind of safe part of your everyday life that you see. And, you know, somewhere to rest, whether you're re- like mentally, physically resting. I feel like they're just there to comfort you. But they were on the ceiling. And her <laughs> life at that time, just happened to be kind of turned upside down. Yeah, so it kind up, of was like, up in the air, kind of. It kind of fits. And there were so many chairs because she said there were a ton of them, I think, because there was just so many things going on. It forced her out of her comfort zone with all the change. And maybe mm-hmm. she's just so stressed out. And the fact that they're folding chairs, I mean, think of like, there's so many different kinds of chairs. You have your like formal chairs in the living room, you have your kitchen chairs, you have you know, your chairs at school, you have, you know, it's a, so mm-hmm. what made her think of that chair specifically? But it's that is like a cold, very uncomfortable chair. Like out of all the chairs you could yeah, pick. That is a good point. I didn't pick up on the folding part of it. Yeah, because they're not very comfortable. It's like something you'd see like in a gymnasium or something, you know, like, yeah, like where you're packed in your like church basement chairs. <laughs> yeah, no, not good. I don't know. That, that is interesting. I didn't think about the fold. I just thought of chair. Huh. Yeah. Because she's really searching for that comfort. So maybe it's all just topsy-turvy. She wants comfort, but she's got these uncomfortable chairs. And on top of that, they're falling from the ceiling. (laughs) And almost hitting her. So what I think happened, because everything stopped all of that, maybe, you know, once her life got a little more settled, more routine, Mm kind of like what you were saying, you know, a little less chaotic, more comfortable, Mm -hmm. that she just didn't need those old sleepwalking routine anymore. But there's one thing I do wonder about her routine. She did it the same, except she broke it that one night where she shook her <laughs> stepdad's head. That cracks um, me up. I, it was so funny, but I don't know what to think of it. Like, maybe did she just have a, a fight with him or a bad day? I don't know, but something happened. I wonder if normally her mom was in the bed and that's it, but this time she was up with the baby. And so oh. he, she was like, something was off to her and so she just couldn't process it. So instead so of she, like just... Just like shook him, this like, is, what? You're not like, my mom. She's so specific, like, put her hand on his forehead. <laughs> I can only but picture this. No, that makes a lot of sense. It was probably then something else that was different that and she's now reacting in her sleepwalking. Like, yeah. And if you think about sleepwalking, like, the, the space you do it is normally the, the same every time. Every The hallway never changes the. Right. You know, like, where the doors are, the same spot in the hallway. So, like, the fact her mom wasn't there, like, it threw off her subconscious in a way that she's like, Gotta shake his head now. Well, I hope he's okay. <laughs> she didn't I'm mention sure. him again sure. in the dream, so I hope she's o- he's he's okay. I blame I blame your brother actually. Yeah, your yeah. baby. Let's, let's baby blame your siblings ruin everything. They do. Well, you I'm are the, the baby sibling. <laughs> <laughs> but Allie, thank you so much. Thank you for being a fan of the show. Thank you for you know sharing our show with your friends. And again that we will be anxiously awaiting the crazy cheesehead dream that hopefully you will submit very soon. <laughs> so keep them coming. Please. I, that one's intriguing me already. I know. If you want to be just like Allie and share your dream or your sleep story with us, you can do that by sending your dreams and stories to remolations at gmail.com. We'll take your crazy dreams. We'll take your sleepwalking stories. We'll take any story, really. We'd love to hear from you guys and share part of your stories on our show. Mindy, do you have a dream today to share with us? I do have a listener's dream. 
This dream comes to us from Kathleen, and it's a good one. So are you ready? Yay. I had a dream I was cooking with my mom, and it was her birthday. Her closest friend, Shirley, then stopped by and said she wanted to take my mom out for a birthday dinner and said she'd be back in a little while to get her. Okay. When she left, while she was gone, the dream began to turn into a nightmare. Oh, no. A group of people showed up at the house that I felt I could not trust. Some of these people came into the house. Some were just wandering about outside. They were scattered left and right, rummaging through stuff and asking for things. What? Hey, do you have any white claw? Like, what are you asking for? You got a bucket of fireball? Can I borrow a cup of sugar? Like, I am your neighbor. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> these people, these people that she could not trust, just came into the house and started going all over and looking for things. Not, not good. That's creepy. Shirley came back and picked up my mom and left. The people then also left. Okay. They left when she came back for her mom. Yeah. yeah. Everyone so as soon as mom left, yeah. Okay. Is surely these people? <laughs> it's like they can't be <laughs> in the same place at the same time. Oh, like, as soon as Shirley left, those people came. And then when Shirley came, those people left. Maybe hmm. they all, like, combined somehow to make Shirley. <laughs> they could scatter as needed. <laughs> she go- Then she goes on to say, I sat to return a phone call to my husband. Oddly, I entered the phone call, and he was already having a conversation with a girl named Maggie. Hmm, who's Maggie? Mm, I don't mm. know. It was so horrible because my voice couldn't be heard, and I could only listen. Oh. I hung up and tried calling back a couple of times, only to be connected to that same call where I could hear them, but again, no one could hear me. What were they talking about? I hope that's what I really want to know, right? <laughs> Give me the, the dirt on that, I please. I want some tea. Spill that tea. Then finally, she said, the last time I called, it connected, but there was nothing but static. Weird, <gasps> weird, weird. <laughs> and then she woke up. Hmm. <laughs> Let's discuss. <laughs> oh, I know. I just want, I know you want to talk all about Maggie, but let's start at the beginning. So it starts with saying that it's her mom's birthday. Now, and one thing I, I'm wondering with this is, what was like? Was there a like? Was a certain age of your mom's birthday? So is it like something that was in the past? Like was your mom oh. younger? So was it the past, or maybe was it a premonition of the future? Like your mom was like older than she is now, oh. and also like is your mom still with us? Is she still uh, with us in the living? So right. or is she has she has since passed? Because I think that that could determine how this dream portrays. Because if your mom's still with you, mm-hmm. and it's like this time, then then I think we can take it one way of. Perhaps there's needs of a mother. And well, when you're a mother, you know, you're doing everything for your children. But in this sense, it's a reverse because it's a party. And so mm-hmm. she's taking care of her mom oh. at a party. So like, you know how moms are, you know, they do anything for their kids. But birthdays are the one day they can besides Mother's off. Day that moms can just take off. It's almost like a flip of roles, perhaps from that mother role to like, oh, it's just her birthday. And we get to celebrate her instead of moms doing everything. But again, I go back to I wonder if. If his mom was still with us and it, whether it was current or if it's in the future. Or maybe she's, like you said, future, maybe she's worried. Like she's thinking this could be her last birthday or, you know, mm, not to mm-hmm. be. But like you said, she could have passed too and re- is remembering her last birthday because it really doesn't make any difference to the rest of the story. So I think that it was the birthday is like an important detail to kind of suss out. Yeah. Because this party really wasn't. Like a birthday party. It was people like rummaging around and being creepy. The only guests that came were just people that she didn't know. And she didn't say she didn't know them. She just said she couldn't trust them. 
That's even worse. Right. Wait, I call them randoms when there's like randoms in your dream, which are just people that you don't know. They're just there. Yeah. And so like they're, they're really a bunch of randoms, like extras in a movie. <laughs> exactly. And so like, but why could she, why does she feel like that sense of not being able to trust them? Like they were coming yeah. into the house, like unwelcomed into this party. And it was, you know, a special event, like her mom's birthday. So it wasn't just every day. It wasn't just like, but either way, like having this group of people come to your house that you just feel uncomfortable about, but then it's also your mom's birthday. There's like a lot of layers here, probably already stressed, getting everything done. We don't know exactly why she's remembering her mom's birthday. And then a group, not just like one person. Yeah, just a group of people. She's like, they're going to the left, there's some to the right. And they kept asking for things. Like, I mean, if I go, if I walk into a birthday party, I'd be like, where's the beer cooler? I'd be like, where's the fireball bucket? Mindy's got it. Okay. I see. I brought it with me. I know. I'll go get her. (laughs) (laughs) But still, it's like they wanted something from her. Yeah. But like, you know, they were rummaging through her stuff. And for that, I equate that to something like maybe you're searching for in life. So is there something Mm -hmm. that maybe Kathleen feels that she's missing or she can't find Mm -hmm. direction in? Because, you know, she talks about these randoms that are going through and rummaging through all of her stuff. They're asking for things. And so to me, that might be like there's something she's missing in her life or even perhaps there's like a misalignment in her life that she needs to sort out. Like things aren't where they belong or... Get those chakras aligned. Exactly. (laughs) But now I get to my interesting part of the dream, which is this phone call. Yeah. Oh, here we go again. Maggie, who the fuck is Maggie? (laughs) I'm curious if she knows a Maggie, but maybe not. I mean, sometimes I have dreams of people that... They have names, but I don't even know who they are. They're just random people. That's true. But the part that concerned me was that she was concerned because she said she couldn't say anything. She was only listening. So Mm -hmm. she wasn't really having an emergency. But whatever she was hearing, obviously, was like upsetting her enough that she wanted to like say something. So I don't know. And I really think Maggie, (laughs) (laughs) Maggie, that that little snake, that little (laughs) snake, Maggie, the snake, I there's lots of things you can dream about a phone. There is, uh, you can lose your phone. You cannot find a phone. You can't dial a number. You can break your phone. But in this dream, it was specific about making a call and not being heard. Right. Which is the point of a telephone. Right. All you can be is heard. Right. So if that's the primary function of a phone, she can't do anything She can't about do it. the primary function. Yeah. So I really believe that it has a lot to do with communication. I mean, it's just a very direct, perhaps, symbol in this dream that, and it's with her husband. So I feel like maybe the, is there a breakdown of communication in some part of yeah. of their relationship that she can't – she's not able to communicate something with him. Yeah. Um, that seems kind of pretty straightforward. It does seem pretty straightforward to me. Yeah. You know, but but no, then and who's Maggie? <laughs> but who's Maggie? I, I don't know that Maggie maybe perhaps means anything because she didn't say that anything specific she heard or that she – that she was I'm stressed suspicious. out. She's just Brooks suspicious. Sus. That's all. <laughs> I'm not going to judge anyone just yet, except for you all know I don't like Maggie already. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You guys, Maggie's on Brooks' shit list. Maggie could be a very nice person. I'm just joshing y'all. <laughs> y'all? Y'all? Oh, okay, because we did a dream from Alabama. You got to say all, y'all now? Well, she said it. Okay, Allie well, said y'all, gives, so I feel you, like I guess I you get the permission. <laughs> What I what I'm curious is to find out is because it it's kind of like two separate dreams then mm-hmm. like there's the party and yeah. the weird people but then like then it changes to her having this trying to call her husband so like mm-hmm. how do those two halves meet or maybe they don't maybe yeah. they're just again I go back to the people like kind of 
she's in a comfortable spot in the beginning. It's a birthday. It's a fun time. She's mm-hmm. comfortable. She's with her mom. Her mom goes off and has dinner. But then it comes to a part where she feels maybe some misalignment or stress because there's people that are in their house that don't need to be there. Or that shouldn't be there. Yeah. And she and then then she goes on to communicate. So is there something that maybe that's causing her stress that she isn't being able to communicate with her partner? That there's like a breakdown of communication there that she needs to maybe work through. Yeah. But then again, here's here's another thing I thought. Is there is there something about trait about your mom or perhaps a personality type of your mom that you can embody to better communicate? Like, you know, if you think of your mom, some moms are very direct in how they say things. Mm-hmm. There's some moms who are passive aggressive in saying things. So, like, mm-hmm. is there how would your mom maybe take this situation maybe that you're dealing with and communicate it? So maybe you need to like maybe lean on how your mom communicates things to maybe get through to your husband a little better. Oh, it's like. Uh- Look to the past to learn. Yes, exactly. Kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. I like it. I think you're definitely right, though. Kathleen has some communication issues to work out, most likely with her husband, since she directly said it was her husband <laughs> she was trying to talk to. Or so, maybe it's Maggie, but or either maybe way. it's Maggie. Or <laughs> what the hell happened to Shirley? Where is she now with the she story? She just went out to dinner, and then she never came back. <laughs> What happened to her? It's all Maggie did something. I just know it. Maggie <laughs> did something to Shirley. <laughs> Maggie did something to Shirley. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like it was a good one. It's very yeah. interesting, Kathleen. Thank you. Thanks, Kathleen, for sending that in. I thought it was interesting. Uh, yeah, the phone thing just that that bothers me. Like that bothers me the most. Like not being able to being on a phone, not being able to like you can hear something, something, but you can't talk to someone. Do you yeah, ever- it's almost like being trapped inside your own body. Which is like horrifying. Now, going back to like cordless phones before, wait, well, let's go b- before mobile phones. Wait, wait, phones. wait. Before you even say anything, because I feel like this might be a bestie moment. I had a very specific image of the phone she was using in the dream, <laughs> and she didn't explain the phone. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want to see did you see it? Like when I hear a story, like I see it as, you know, like when someone's right. telling me she didn't explain it. So then my brain naturally, like, I don't know why I picked this kind of phone, but I was just kind of curious because it seemed like you're maybe heading down a road for an I mean, I, type. I was thinking, I was thinking definitely old, not a cell phone. Mm-mm. I was thinking more like landline type phone. Oh, yeah. Mine was definitely landline. And it was one of those, um, God, I don't know if anyone's even going to be able to understand this description. It was tan, first of all. Okay. Yeah. Where it's, you know, um, it's like... Um, Long. It's not like a square. Oh yeah, road. It had just like, it's little... like the long one. You pick up the headset from it, and then the numbers are on the part you put. The numbers your ear. are on the ear. I know that, you're talking. Yes. About. We have that phone. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, kind of very old. Okay, I can kind of. And see I that. don't yeah, know that's why. Kind of like, yeah, I agree. I don't know why. For some reason, that kind of came to my head too. Ooh, bestie. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we are together. You know when you when cordless phones first came out, you had like the little antennas you had to pull oh, up, yeah. right? But. Because the technology was so new in 1996 hmm. that uh, you could pick up other people's phone conversations. Have could you ever you? picked up? Could you? Did you ever pick up someone else's phone conversation? I mean, I've heard of phone lines crossing, but I never mm-hmm. experienced it. Mm. Did you? Yes, you I remember. Did? Yes, when I was in high school, I remember picking up the phone and hearing a neighbor's conversation. It was. I was like, of course, I'm like, I am all in on this. It's like, let me get some popcorn, rub. and I'm just going <laughs> to sit here and. Listen to whatever dish you got to give, but um, it was a very boring conversation. That that was kind of true when cell phones first came out too, right? Couldn't you like 
mixed signals. See, I never had that problem. Yeah. I mean, I've never had it happen, but I've figured, I mean, everyone's using the same towers and stuff. There's got to be a way to, before they figured out the security and stuff of it, there's probably. I think Kathleen's signals are crossed. Oh, (laughs) Kathleen, they're crossed. (laughs) They're crossed. (laughs) They're crossed. Get them uncrossed, Kathleen. <laughs> Sorting through something in her life, like the rummaging through stuff and, and asking for things. I mean, she has to ask for help from her husband, but, you know, it's just a matter of being able to communicate it in the right way. So if it's not working one way, try another way. Yeah. Anyways, thank you, Kathleen, for Good sending Good luck, Kathleen. We appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate all of your support, whether you submit a dream, a dream story, or if you want to be super, super extra cool, you can go to www.remelations.com slash support. You can become a Patreon member. Hold up. Hold up. Why? Can I tell you something? Yes, please. Today? No, no, no. I know. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so excited. What happened? We have our first Patreon member. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Michelle. Laugh too loud directly Michelle from Las Vegas. Thank you for Viva signing up to be a Las Vegas. Patreon member. Thank you for joining our sleepover You're squad. Get your t-shirt, baby. Yeah, that's right. So our first 25, since we're a new show, our first 25 Patreon members are going to get an exclusive original besties t-shirt. One of and so Michelle, you're on our list. You're gonna get one of them. If you want to be like Michelle and support the show, you can do that. Where Brooke? <gasps> www.remelations.com slash support. Yay, Michelle. Oh my God, Michelle. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I could just see the corners of your mouth start to go (laughs) up a little bit. I'm like, I I was going to text you earlier today, but I was like, I got to save it for recording. I'm so glad you did it. That's so exciting. I did have to call Mark. Mark um, is in Florida. And I had to call him. And I was like, I can't tell Brooke because I got to wait. But I have to tell you. (laughs) It's amazing. As a side note, she signed up for our well-rested level, which means she gets the t-shirt, she gets behind the scenes, she gets live Q&As and all that fun stuff with us. So we're going to set up some of those coming up. So stay tuned. Girl, you're going to get so much good stuff. Oh, my God. That was so exciting. It's like baby's first steps. <laughs> I wanted to tell you about this argument. Well, not an argument. It was just kind of like a back and forth I had with my brother because uh-huh. if anyone would understand, I think it would be you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I was talking to my brother, and he brought up caboodles for some reason. And I was like, how do you know what a caboodle is? Yeah, like, like he had one. No, he didn't have one. But he, in high school, he had like two guy friends, and then the rest of their group were like girls. He's like, all of them had caboodles. But people don't know those are like the plastic. They're like tackle boxes for makeup. Oh, perfect. But yes. like round. Not and like- glittery. It is and a with box a with a handle, and there's a lid that lifts up, and sometimes another little tray. Yeah. It's, it's what everyone wanted. Yes. And I don't want to sound like a brat, but I never got one. <laughs> it's kind of like my Barbie Aww. tree mouse. But Man. I had this horrible generic one that if you put, like, one thing in it and picked up the handle, <laughs> it would, like, fall off. Um, yeah. I have no idea what the it was called, brand. but it was the orange. Brand. It was not good. Not even cute. No. I was not even cute. So I don't know how we got back and forth in this, but then he said something that I knew you needed to hear. Okay. He said, I should get a Lisa Frank caboodle. Of course. And I was like, yeah. do those exist? I know. Does that, <laughs> does that exist? Because I love that he remembers all that shit, though, because he's a guy. Right, yeah. He's like a dude. But, but like, Lisa Frank, talk about, like, I mean, give me that trapper keeper all over again. 
and all the every folders, folder, and every all the color books, trapper keeper stickers. Let's just take a really lot of really bright colors and put them over top of beautiful and little animals that. Like That's unicorns. pretty much it. That's all it is. Bright, beautiful pinks, blues, purples, greens, and a unicorn or a kitten or yes. a dolphin. I had a dolphin. Oh yeah, I'm sure you did. Mm. That would make sense. Mm. They were too funny. The best. It's funny yeah. you even mentioned those things. Funny, funny. So if anyone has a caboodle that they'd like to gift us, it can be used. We <laughs> right. don't care. <laughs> well, we I can don't keep care. all Maybe of our right. secrets in it. <laughs> I'm just gonna fill it up with little fireball shots. Oh, you could open a it and just keep little the little shot sizes, airplane <laughs> sizes works. in your caboodle. I'm gonna take it as a carry-on next time I travel. You can have little vodkas for your bloody mindies, <laughs> and then yes. you can have some f- just organize. <laughs> I was just going to say, Caboodle's a Virgo's dream. Oh, it is. Yeah, very organized. And speaking of Bloody Marys, my parents were in this weekend. They were in yesterday. (gasps) Yeah, yeah. which is nice. And so they got into town probably about like 11. And I'm like, can I get you guys a a beer, a glass of wine? My dad's like, if you have a Bloody Mary, I'm like, actually, I do. (laughs) So I made them (laughs) Bloody Mindy's. And I'm like, you've never. They've never had one? No. Well, I guess I only had one for the first time a few months ago, but. Totally worth the wait. And my mom's like, we don't have to go through all that, of like the celery and all that, you know. This t- t-. I'm like, no, oh no. If I'm making it, I'm making it right. You're and gonna so do a damn good job. They enjoy them very much. Oh, good. <laughs> but I will say, um, I appreciate my dad because when we remodeled our kitchen last year, doing it DIY, we ended up blowing out the power on like the whole far like long, our long kitchen wall and so like there's three <laughs> outlets that never worked for the last year <laughs> that's a lot for a house full of house full of people every outlet is like prime real estate <laughs> and especially in a kitchen so now like our coffee makers by our this little area where we eat and then the toasters over by the stove it just like was not organized and so i think my dad was finally like enough's enough let's go to let's go to menards <laughs> Like, oh, okay. Papa, so sweet. Yes. So he uh, got it all figured out and worked out, and now my my electrical on uh, my wall is working again. <laughs> yay! So, Thank yay! The that's Lord. what dads are for. That is. The best. My when I um, moved into my condo in Westmont, we did. Oh, God bless my dad too, because I said I don't want these cream colored walls, and so he helped me paint the whole place. And Aww, I had, like nice three different color schemes, like light gray, dark gray, and a red accent wall, and I even put up some funky wallpaper but now those cream outlets did not match my gray walls oh right so we ex- we exchanged every outlet and he taught me how to do oh. it like yeah screwing it through the wires and i did not like a nice mm-hmm. stainless steel one it took forever but it was kind of a really nice bonding moment because he taught me and that's the best when you're like you know yeah. someone te- takes the time not just to do it for you but to teaches you how to do it so like he yeah, sure as perfect. fuck did laugh at me though when i shocked myself once and died. <laughs> You it, you cried? I cried. I, my body just I was naturally like, I don't know, it startled me. Like oh god! Like I got like you know. And I was so like, did he? Oh! Did, he st- did he skip step number one, which was turn off the power? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think maybe he did that as a teaching lesson. Brooke. It might have been, but it did make me cry. <laughs> oh, he was just laughing because he's like, "You're fine," but my body just like reacted to like the stimulus. <laughs> you don't know. Of it. You don't like know. knowing like. This is bad because I knew what I was working with. If, it's, so if you've like, never been electrocuted before, how would you know? I mean, I've done like shock collar dares and stuff. You know, like you wrap it around. Yeah, your I, wrist. I know what you're saying. Like I'm your just wrist. like and like. But what? that's not <laughs> why. Well, 
Like in college, you never did like, okay, who can hold it on the longest? No. Or let's turn no. it up higher. This and, sounds like, like a drinking. very bad idea. Oh, but it, no. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't, it went through you all survived. kinds of things. It wasn't just um, shot callers. It's like we had this. Oh so my weird. goodness. I had a lot of guy friends in college. Yeah. Uh-huh. You can tell. And it was like, okay. <laughs> I come out of the kitchen with a spatula. Put your hand out. I'm going to smack it as hard as I can. And we oh. all go around. And when it got to my hand, it just broke in half. I'm like, of course. Or <laughs> Knuckles it was like of a steel. little leather, like leather bracelet uh-huh. that had like a buckle on it. Yeah. But we'd smack each other with the buckle end. <laughs> I, my, my face right now is like, your face is in shock. <laughs> I didn't think this was that crazy. We were just that, college yeah, kids no, it's watching crazy. Jackass. It's crazy. Oh, well, that, that could explain it. Probably. But yeah. I mean, this was not like Jackass stuff. This was <laughs> still, it's still insane. This is like a, a one on a Jackass scale of one to 20. <laughs> See, I couldn't, I couldn't even be in the room with people doing that because I, that would stress me out so much. Just watching it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Can you not watch like the Jackass TV show and movies? Oh, Steve? I don't like any of those. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I don't like seeing people in pain. I when we got the dog's training collar, Mark wanted to test it out because he's like, I'm not gonna put it on the dog unless I know what it's gonna be like. Good for him. And so he, so I put it on. Well, just like on it, he held it in his hand. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, he put it on like level one, and I'm like, and I, I'm like hyperventilating. I'm like, I can't be in the, I cannot be here. You were like, that I, I'm like, up about it. Yes, <gasps> I cannot. I do not like people in pain. You know, I did like my eye shutters, and I'm like trying not to watch <laughs> the peekaboo, and then. <laughs> My peekaboo eye shutters, and he does it, and then he's like, "Whoa!" And I'm like, and I just, I practically am tears because I can't. Oh, I don't like. Wow, that just. Yeah, well, Chad is the same way. Like he, he can't watch any of that stuff. Like he, he like cringes. But I think it's his own damn fault because he probably hurt himself too many times growing up that he's like <laughs> right. collarbone this, kneecap that. Like, oh, jeez, uh, can't remember that anymore. So I'm like, but no, he can't watch it, and I'm like. Brett and I are like peeing our pants is in the movie theater, just like cracking up. It's like, it's again, another black or white situation. You either like yes. it or you don't. You can take it or you can't. There I is cannot. no gray area when it comes to jackass. <laughs> well, the good news is no one got electrocuted today in my house. So there's that. I mean, my dad taught me step one, turn off the electricity. <laughs> oh, shush. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know really what oh, happened funny. with that because I... That is like the first thing you do. I know that rule. So I don't know <laughs> right. if like maybe I missed one. You know, like when yeah. you turn the circuit the breaker, you flip breakers. them. Yeah. And like maybe yeah. I missed one because it was literally the first one I did. Crazy. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to move on. So let's talk about pod news. Um, I think we talked about the best pod news well, we already. Talked about is the there best more? Pod news. But we do need to talk about – we did cross over 2,000 downloads last week. So thank Yay. you to everyone for supporting Ooh, the show. That's awesome. And we also ranked in two countries on Apple Podcast, Chile and Luxembourg. So Hello. thank you. Thank you. Not for expecting that, but not expecting welcome. That. Keep telling everyone so we can rank higher in the U.S. too. We'd appreciate it. Tell the world. Tell the world. And speaking of telling people, I think you should tell your bestie about the show. Yes. You should tell a sleepwalking child. Or perhaps tell Shirley and Maggie. Tell Maggie to stay in her lane. <laughs> tell Maggie, get on the horn and tell Maggie to listen to the show. <laughs> Actually, horn. if you know any Shelleys or Maggies, I'm gonna have I'm just just text them right now. Just send them a Facebook message, be like, hey, listen. Listen. You got you gotta join the show. It's pretty cool. <laughs> the best way we grow is by you going and telling your friends. So please let someone know about the show and thank you. Yeah, so 
Kathleen and Allie, thank you so much. We enjoyed your dreams. Very different. Very different. different things today, but also both very interesting. So thank you so much for sharing with us. Mm. So I will say, I'm alone in the house tonight, which is a very, very rare occurrence. And by the time this podcast come out, comes out, don't kill me because my husband will be back. But <laughs> I'm alone in the house. And this never Please happens because uh, we have so many kids. And uh, my husband uh, took some of the kids and visited his father in Florida. So... I'm here by myself, which is just never happens. And you know, I've lived at this house for six years, and I've never been alone overnight in this house by myself. <laughs> I was going to ask you, like, have you ever? No, been so alone? it's weird. It's it's, it's so like, weird because I lived alone for so long. Yeah, I know. You know, and it's like the opposite. I'm like, ooh, have naked time. That's the best <laughs> time where you just walk around naked and do whatever you want. This is it, your time. I, baby. Yeah, I turned up my music. Just bizarre because ever since I mean I went from my parents' house to college with roommates, it's like I never ha- lived alone. That's true. I guess I never my put life, it together ever. that way. Ooh, honey, you're gonna like it. Just <laughs> lean into it. Just, just lean into it. You're gonna want more and more of these days. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I I do not sleep as well. That's for sure. Really? No, I, I think will- it's like quiet, and you'd be like. No. no, like You're not worried, having like, my husband in the bed, by bed. I'm like, um, I was up at like six thirty the last two mornings. I'm like, oh, I can sleep in as late as I want and just have a. G-. No, no, I cannot mm-hmm. sleep. I was up at six thirty. I'm like, well, might as well just start my day. But it's funny because I think pets do recognize when something's different. Oh yeah, our dog Kingston has been around me all the time. Like he's like, something's not right. Mm-hmm. Something's not. Where's dad? Something's not yeah, right. Where is he? Where is he? And so he's been following me to the point where he's like literally like two steps behind me. Like I walk to the Aww. kitchen. He's two, like I walk to the bathroom. He's right behind me. Like he walks. I'm like, and normally he won't do that. He'll usually just sleep. But he just knows that something's off. Does he get in bed with you? Oh, no, no, no. We are oh. not pet bed sleepers. Oh, the more no. the merrier, I say. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we are different. I, um, I've never had a pet sleep in my bed and our upstairs But you never off. really had pets growing up we did either. but they weren't allowed in the ha- i mean they were allowed in the ki- in the garage like we had a heated garage growing up or they were allowed in like the kitchen area but they were never allowed upstairs or in the living areas yeah so they weren't like around all the time no no, no. and so our dogs are the free reign of the downstairs but he's not allowed upstairs to where the bedrooms are oh man i couldn't imagine not having like <laughs> 12 pounds on my hip every night on my side <laughs> or on my oh, chest God. or okay, something i can't imagine sleeping like that though you get used to it, though. It's yeah. like you, you know, laying next to Mark. You're like, I can't sleep without it. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes when I'm away, you, like, are used to feeling that extra, like, well, let's say, for my cats, 12 to 16 pounds next yeah, just yeah. laying on you. But I think it's funny that you said that because, you know, when, when Chad's here and um, we sleep kind of close um, when we sleep, but when he's not here... Oh my God, I starfish. You're the star, you lay starfish on the bed. And I'm like, but then, like, when he comes back, it's fine. Like, I don't know why. It's like back in normal cuddly. (laughs) Yeah, but I I love a good starfish. No, it's funny because I do. Who doesn't love a good starfish when they have the bed to themselves? (laughs) It's like going to a hotel and by yourself. I used to travel for work sometimes and just having a whole king size bed just to yourself. Yeah, starfish out. It's, it's, it's just glorious. It's glorious. When Mark's there, I will, I, I am. A close cuddler, so I like get up close to him. Like he's got like three inches of space, and then when he's not here, I'm like only on my side. It's so over here. Weird. <laughs> I, know. I always have to be it's like, so move over. 
because he's like a foot taller than me. Mm-hmm. So he sleeps kind of at a diagonal. Yeah. So I'm always kind of like, if I'm not sleeping with my head on his chest, I'm turned the other way. And we <laughs> might be spooning, but I'm always kind of almost <laughs> off the edge of the bed because he sleeps diagonally. I'm like, move. Who, who hogs the, the blankets? He says I do, but oh, okay. I think it's probably a 50-50 venture. Yeah, right. <laughs> the boys just really make blankets bigger than the bed. Oh, my God. This is so weird you Please. brought that up. Honestly, because I wrote it down just to prove. I'm like, I have to tell Mindy this. And this was just something <laughs> this I was This is so weird. T- okay, this, this is, is the bestie moment. Is, Hold on. This is bestie, bestie telepathy. Moment. Here we go. Okay. So I think it's maybe on the website, but I don't mm-hmm. know if our fans know that Mindy and I have something like very specific in common when we sleep. We found this we in high to- school. I think it was maybe like our first sleepover. Probably. Maybe. Oh, we yeah. Figured Giggly it out. nights. <laughs> we both need the comforter tucked under our feet and like up under our chin, mm-hmm. right? And that's how we sleep. And sometimes that's very hard to do with someone else True. in bed with you because sometimes you need more of the blanket. Mm-hmm. But this morning I woke up and literally it was like I had the blanket almost like a hood. It was <laughs> under my chin and over my head. And I was like in a little cocoon, almost like a like a burrito in this blanket. It was glorious. I'm like, it was the most I've ever had my feet tucked or tucked under my chin. And I'm like, I got to tell Mindy. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. But uh, we'll see what time I wake up tomorrow. Yeah. I hope you get to sleep in. Thanks. Do you we'll have try. an Ambien? That'll help. I wish. <laughs> I much better. Sign me up. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah, I love that shit. <laughs> well, Brooke, today was, again, a lot of fun as always. Oh, yeah. And we can't wait to join you guys next week to read more of your listener dreams. Yay. But until then, sweet Sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. bitches.